friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. Okay, so today on the podcast, I am super excited for this new format, and this is something that I'm hoping to do at least like once a month or once every six weeks or so, which is bring on the entire Brilliant Business Moms team and have a group chat about a particular topic. So with me today, I've got Carly, Victoria, and Ellen. Hey, ladies. Hi. So we are sitting down and we're going to be chatting about the FB Brilliance course launch. And I know our in the past episode, my solo episode on the FB Brilliance course launch, I ran through a ton of numbers. I just gave it to y'all straight. Like here was the revenue that was earned. Here's how much I spent on ads. Here's how many people were inside my webinars, all of that nerdy stuff. But today we're going to talk more about, you know, what did we love about the launch? What will we improve for next year? How can we give our customers the best possible experience? So today's going to be a, a, a lot less numbers and more touchy-feely, if you will, <laughs> but, but strategy as well. So yeah, I'm really, really excited excited for this. So welcome ladies. And I guess uh, where I'd love to start is with chatting about what all of us said was our favorite part of the launch. So I don't know if one of you wants to dive into that. Sure, I will. I think we all agreed so much that our absolute favorite part of the launch was this five-day series we did on Facebook Live. People could listen to all five days, and then we had a little task or homework for them to do at the end of each episode, and then they would leave their answer in the comments, and then we compiled everybody's answer, and if they had answered all five days, they were eligible to actually win a full scholarship to FB Brilliance. Yeah, this is Victoria. I definitely agree with that, Carly. It was fun to just going through on our end, we kind of got to compile all of the answers. And I don't know, it really felt like you got to know a lot more of the people in our community. And it was it was really fun. I enjoyed just watching people do the work. Like, you know, we talk to a lot of really motivated ladies. And it's super fun when you kind of get to see like, what they're thinking about their business and really doing the kind of legwork to be successful. It was just fun. You know, which we, we only had a limited number of scholarships, but I love that we, you know, just could could read them all and still were able to honor everyone who entered just because it's it's neat watching like, oh, all of this information we're providing is being acted on. You know, it's it was really I don't know, I thought it was kind of gratifying just to see like, hey, people are using using this in their business and thinking through it. It was it was really I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I, I loved the Facebook Live series. It was just so cool to see all of the interaction we got on the videos. And it was really neat to see like all the work that people poured in and especially from people where, you know, they may not have been able to afford the course and then being able to actually like get them in and like they were just so motivated to work because of that. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. You know, what would be fun is to touch back like a year later, or six months later, it'd be fun to go back through all the submissions and like write to them and just ask like, hey, here's what you submitted. Like, how's it going? 
That would be fun. That's a great idea, Victoria. And I think, and now I read this stat off in the last episode, but so we had the three winners, and then I want to say, was it like 14 more ladies of the 40 or so submissions we had took us up on the 50% off offer that we gave them for, for doing all their hard work. So yeah, I would love to see how things are going for all of those ladies. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's a great idea. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I think the balance of that, the Facebook Live series and the scholarship program was, one, it built a lot of buzz. It built excitement around Facebook ads and took people through this, you know, these five little lessons where they felt like, okay, I can really take action on this and I can start to see how Facebook ads would work for my business. So that side was fun in terms of the marketing. But then on the other side, like we said, I mean, I personally was super nervous to be offering a course at such a high price point. So we sold it for $497, which is way more than anything I had charged before. But again, the scholarship program kind of mitigated that. We, we gave some really smart, motivated women the chance to still get in. And then we rewarded everyone who worked really hard with half off. So yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. And even just the work they did on the the Facebook Live series. I mean, they did so much work that just that I think changed a lot of people's business, really like narrowing down on their customer avatar and all those kinds of things they did. Like people were just so excited about the homework, you know. Yeah, that's so true. And and again, I mean, and that goes back to the core of what we always want to be doing with Brilliant Business Moms, which is like, hey, you can learn great things and you can grow your business whether you ever spend money with us or not, like you can still get some valuable information that you can take action on. I didn't say this in our email thread. No, I totally agree with that. I did not say this in our email thread, but I really loved watching our ads for the course. I don't know, like you, Bethany, and Ellen. Ellen is amazing at making graphics and just the cute kind of quirky but fun, engaging things you two came up with together. I wasn't as heavily involved with that, but I always loved watching them pop up like on my feed. Just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like the matrix. Like it's a Facebook ad for a Facebook ads course, but that was always <laughs> just like really fun. Like, oh, like how creative are we going to get this week? And, you know, we had these cute ones like with the dog and the baby. Yeah, I thought just as a team, I don't know. I feel like it was really fun, especially you and Ellen, but it was fun to watch those. Yeah, I think so. Just kind of fun, like a little moment to let you guys shine and like go crazy. And it was always entertaining. Yeah, well, and I I have to say too, like I'm really excited for this next year and especially since hopefully we'll all be able to have some like in-person time together to, to plan and work on this, the new launch. For us to all, like one, I'll go back and analyze all those ads and take a a look again at, you know, what did people really respond to? What did they love? And then for us all to like put our heads together and brainstorm fun, creative engaging ways to yeah just you know create ads that that people will love and that are on brand and and yeah I mean definitely like my goal with most ads is like I want it to not feel so much like an ad if possible <laughs> like I want someone to walk away and like chuckle or just be like oh that was really cute yeah so, well let's talk about yeah some of the like stressful <laughs> things <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) So 
first of all, Ellen had a great point. She said, let's not close the cart on a night when we're all traveling slash getting settled for a conference. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. And so I have to say, so for those of you who don't know, the cart closed on, was it November 2nd? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were all traveling to Nashville for the Business Boutique Conference, which started on November 4th. And so literally on November 2nd, I was I had two or three flights that day to get over to Nashville. Ellen was flying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got there a little earlier in the day, but yeah, okay. I, I had one flight. And then Car- Carly, were you flying? Yeah, I flew or- in that day and stayed with a friend that night. And I ended up staying up all night answering emails because <laughs> oh, no. it was, I think, I don't remember if Nashville was two hours ahead of California or three, but you know, the cart closed at midnight Pacific. So that was like two or 3 AM in Nashville. It was pretty funny. Oh goodness. And see, yeah, this was a total, this was a total oversight on my part because when I, I think I set the cart close date and then realized like a week or two into our launch, like, Oh no, I should have said it for a day or two early. And at that point it was like, oh shoot, it's kind of too late because we've already told people like, this is the deadline. This is when it's closing. And so, yeah, we will definitely be planning much better this year because yeah. And, and two, I feel like for Ellen and Carly, that's, it, it was, it put a lot of stress on YouTube because you mm. were like, you know, and we always get like a lot of questions and people who want to make sure like, is this course right for me? Is right. this going to be a good fit? And so many of those come in on the last day because people realize, well, well, it's go time. Like it's now or never. And so, oh goodness, Carly, I feel really <laughs> bad. <laughs> like 3 so fine. Oh boy. So yeah, that will be more organized next year. <laughs> Ellen had also, you also mentioned something that didn't work, which was all the crazy folders. Oh my goodness. We had. Yeah. I I think it was like a great idea because I think we're modeling it after. Was it an Amy Porterfield thing you showed us? So I have, I've taken Amy Porterfield's course called Courses That Convert. And she has a lot of great content in there. The one thing that I thought was really cool was that Amy shows you how she organizes her folders and like, makes it so the team knows where different things are and so I took that concept and shared it with you all but we definitely decided like we're and maybe it is Carly it's that whole organized chaos thing of like to me if I have to click through three different folders like three different layers and levels and like keep digging down and digging down like I'm annoyed yep. at that point. I'm like, this just took me way too. I'm getting carpal tunnel just from clicking. And and that was the issue. Like it was so organized that you did, you had to get through layer after layer after layer. And we kept noticing we're hardly using the top layers. Like yes. we're really only using the nitty gritty, like the bottom layers that are actually holding mm-hmm. our course content, you know, whether it's raw videos or, you know, transcripts, but in draft mode or whatever, that's all we are actually using. So we didn't need the top two layers. Yeah, I, I really like how we changed things up for the webinar course. Like the folders were a lot more simple, like still very organized and all the files were labeled right. But it was fine to have, you know, 10, 15, 20 
files in a folder because they were labeled right. And so I'd, I'd rather do that than click 15 times to get into all of these different things that we had. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so, and really quick, I did want to kind of tell people how we're organizing our our course content these days, which is pretty much, so we'll have a Google Drive folder that's like in this case, it'd be called webinar course. And then from there, we'll have a folder for the raw videos. So that's where I'll shove all my little course lessons into. And then Ellen edits those videos and adds the slides. Yeah. So we had, let's see, we had a folder that was for promo images and graphics. We had a folder for the different bonuses. So bonus, is that videos and docs? Or it looks like that's our bonus docs. So we have our bonus documents in there. We have the webinar guide, which is our was our email freebie to get people excited and get them into the funnel for the course. The final videos folder. And then a transcripts and worksheets folder. So again, and that was a huge part of the course. So transcripts for every lesson and then the worksheets that go with each lesson. And yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, so yeah, if you go into the transcripts and worksheets folder, you will see like 20 different files, but they're all labeled. It's like, here's the transcript for the intro. Here's the worksheet that goes along with the intro. Here's, you know, the worksheet for module one, lesson one. I mean, it's super easy to see what's, what and yeah it's like I don't want to have to click into like separate folders for each module and each lesson and each yep. <laughs> you know like subcategory so while you're we mentioned transcript that could be a good second just to mention yeah that was one thing I kind of learned like to do better next time we had agreed like well we haven't quite talked about this yet but we were kind of creating the course as it was launching and transcripts are a big part of what we do, you know, we want to have thorough show notes for people for the podcast. And that translates to, of course, we want to make sure we're always providing like the written content. And that was a job that was assigned to me. And then I pulled in Carly because I love, you know, getting a friend to come along and help me with my work. But what we found is that it really wasn't like I was not just I don't know the work it was it was more tedious and kind of compared with the other things we had going on it just kept getting pushed to the back burner and Carla like you too you know it it wasn't we were not getting them done as efficiently and quickly as we needed to but I think we kind of held on to that task for longer than maybe what we needed like soon like eventually we did kind of say hey this is too much we need to outsource this you know to somebody else and it was just so much better after we did that and realized like oh hey we don't have to be doing this yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it, it's just, yeah, it was just like the one thing you're like, this is not working well. And so I think rather than kind of stubbornly holding on to it, like, no, no, I got it. I got it. I'll do it. Like, I, I forget. I don't know how many actually did end up doing. But it was definitely one of those tasks for like, this is hairier than it needs to be taking much longer. And it was much better once you kind of just freed up that bandwidth on the team. You know, I think, yeah, I think I could have had to just like a bit of pride with it, like personal pride, like, no, I can do it. I don't need help. And eventually, once I was able to say like, hey, actually, team, I'm sorry, I can't do this. It was just much better for everyone. So being quicker to admit like what isn't working and then pivot and make the change that you need makes everybody healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, 
uh, like when you guys came to me and were like, yeah, Bethany, so like ah, we, we have someone that could do transcripts for us and it's like what she does. And so she's really fast at it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, and I felt really bad. I was like, oh, shoot. Like my team is like some ladies on my team are feeling stressed out and like we could, you know, we can find it. There is a solution to this. And so, and I totally understand the the temptation of like, no, I got this. Like yeah. I can do everything. I can be, I can be super team member or, you know, whatever. Cause I, I can do that to myself as well sometimes. Right. But yeah, I think when we all just, yeah, I, I loved that you guys came and just said like, this isn't working. This is like taking <laughs> way too much of our work time each week. And now we have somebody that does those transcripts and it's great. And I think hopefully you guys are both much happier. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was a really good, actually just a really good team building thing because like, so I was still pretty new. Victoria had been working with Bethan longer, but not like as much. Yeah. Still pretty new. Victoria and I didn't even know each other, you know, (laughs) at all. And and that was only my second thing. Like I'd gone through our planner Kickstarter and then the FB Brilliance launch. And that was it. I mean, I was like trial by fire, you know? So, and, and like Beth Ann, I hadn't even met you in person yet. You know, we'd only met like on the phone and online. And so I think it was so, I, I felt like it ended up being such a good thing because we learned like your style and how you love to lead our team. And then we learned how valuable our opinions and our voices are on the team. I mean, I feel like as hard as that was, and as much as there was a little panic moment of like, these are just not getting done. We've got to figure this out. It ended up, I, I don't know. I feel like it revolutionized how we all communicate. And now I don't have any problem being like, Hey, that is so not my strength. Like <laughs> someone else needs to do that. Or, you know, it's good. I think it's good. No, I totally, like, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And I have to say too, like as the team leader, if you will, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, like I want you all to have a great working experience. I want you all to enjoy your jobs and love your jobs. And if you're not, well, one, that means I will probably lose you (laughs) much sooner than I would like to. And I think you all are wonderful. So I want to keep you on my team for as long as possible. So yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it was good that at least I, hopefully you all know, like you can come to me, like Carly, like you said, if something's not your strength or you're struggling with it, or you're just like, yeah, not feeling this and we can, do our best to yeah just make uh, work a good experience for everybody yeah and on a launch as big as the fb brilliance launch i mean that was huge that was a ton of it was a ton of time and it was a ton of work and it was just it was big and i don't think any of us had done a launch that big before is that right i don't yeah 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 and so (laughs) we we had no idea what we were doing (laughs) but i think on a project that big we learn like the communication because now okay so for like to translate that over when we're doing the podcast now that is a project with a ton of moving parts I mean it is there are so many things that go into every single podcast episode and each one of us has to do our job you Mm -hmm. know and if and the cool thing is now I feel like the communication is so good that if someone doesn't do their job or if somebody needs help or if something's not right it's so easy just to go back and be like oh hey I was looking at this and this isn't quite you know it's like 
we we've got each other's back and we're looking out for each other. It's just yeah. this this thought just crystallized, but I think it's something like like admitting your weakness actually does make you stronger. Like admitting that you're struggling with something makes the whole team stronger because when you're hanging, I know my tendency, like we've said, is really to like hang on to something and like I want people to think I'm capable, you know, and like, no, no, I got it, I got it, or or whatever. But if you're struggling, like to hold on to that thing, whatever it is, whether it's like time or maybe you're just not good at it, like I think you're afraid to admit that you're not good at it. And like, I'm gonna let my team down, but actually you're letting the team down by trying to hold on to something you're not good at, you know, when you're not admitting help. And and I think, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Carly. And I think because of the intensity of a launch, and now we know in retrospect, like how big it actually was that pressure cooker kind of situation just helped us like quickly, like, you know, run through all of these things. And we didn't have time to like, let it linger. It's like, no, we have to like nip this in the bud. We got to get it taken care of now. And I totally agree. I think that's, that's helping us work better as a team in the future on, you know, big and small projects. But it's that, yeah, like admitting, holding on to a weakness of yours doesn't make anyone stronger. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I kind of felt that way, like bringing when we brought Carly on uh, during the summer customer service it was like no no like I want to help you Bethan like I'm fine I'm fine and Bethan's like I don't think you're fine (laughs) and so yeah but but in FB Brilliance like having Carly there to take care of the customer service because that is not my strong suit like that was just so relieving to not have that stress like I that was something I really I felt like it was really good. Like, like you guys said, like we are learning our strengths and playing to those in the business. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so, I noticed a difference like Ellen once we brought Carly on because, <laughs> well, it started to get to this point where, so I had decided for myself, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be in the inbox as much as I am. Like I, and, and I'm someone who like, I do enjoy personally answering emails from people. And there are those certain emails that do still need my personal touch, but it just got to be so, so, so many. I just was like, I can't do any of the core work in the business anymore if I'm just always in my inbox. And so it started with me having Ellen like kind of take over my inbox. And I realized like like a few weeks into that, I was like, well, now Ellen doesn't have time to do (laughs) other work because she was also, you know, designing landing pages and always like we're always learning new tools and Ellen's helping me do ninja tech stuff behind the scenes and like, So yeah, she wasn't having time for her work that falls within her core strengths. So yeah. Yeah. And during that FB Brilliance launch, that inbox was insane. I, (laughs) I don't actually, there is no way to accurately represent the, I mean, get a screenshot. Yeah, I wish we could, but I don't know how many emails Google shows at one time, if it's 50 or a hundred, but we would have, I think it's 50. So we could click through like three pages of brand new emails easy, like 150 unopened emails in a day. I mean, it was insane. And when the bonuses ended, and maybe we'll talk about that, but when the bonuses ended, that was actually our biggest day. And I counted and it was a couple hundred emails, you know, when those bonuses were ending in one day. It's it's a huge task. And I think I never would have known that. Like I never would have known launching a pro, you know, a project or a product that that you're going to get that many like personal <laughs> emails that you have to answer. So yeah. And I mean, and I think too when it's an expensive product, it's like 
and you know good for them like people want to make sure <laughs> that they're making a good decision right and so they do need a little more personal help and guidance or they want to understand what is inside this course or what what level of help am I going to get and all of those things so yeah I whew, I am I'm already kind of starting to think, Carly, since I know we have really big goals for this next <laughs> FB Brilliance launch that'll happen in September of 2017. Like, we, I'm wondering if we'll need an extra person <laughs> to, inbox. to, yeah, to yep. also be in that inbox. So we'll have to, we'll have to think about that and maybe have some sort of a backup plan. Yeah. And one thing I think we'll do different this year, because I was so new, I didn't take advantage of these, is it is a lot of the same questions over and over. And we did a better job with the planner of using Google's canned responses, where you can just click that and, you know, send it on and, and answer it. When the people, especially a lot of the questions were like, how am I going to get my bonuses? Or, you know, it wasn't necessarily a personal, is this right for me? But, uh, like a logistical question. And so we definitely need to take better advantages of those too. Yeah. And I think Carly too, you started to notice towards the end of the launch, some trends for sure. Yep. And like, Hey, we're, we keep getting this one question over and over again. Yep. And so, and I love that you, you took the initiative and you'd say, Hey, Bethann, I noticed that when this person <laughs> asked this question about, you know, here's my business model or whatever, is this right for me? Here's kind of what you said. Can oh, I yeah. turn this into a a structured response so that I can take care of some of those. And I was like, yeah, that looks fabulous. <laughs> so. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do. And, and I mean, everyone's questions personal, but there is so much that's the same with, you know, mm -hmm. if I have this structure, if I have a blog, if I have a local business, if I have this and, and we can, yeah, we can use structured and then just tweak those a little bit if we need to. So there's definitely things we can do de better this year in the inbox. But yeah, if, yeah, we could, we could have a couple hundred emails a day, every day for a few weeks. So it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, get ready. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So, and speaking of like stressful things, and this is something that, again, like I, I put on myself and I put on you guys, and I'm very excited to not have this be the case this next year, which is I, okay, so we did have FB Brilliance. It was already a course, which I had initially launched in July of last year. But I wanted to revamp it, add a ton more content, add more support, and, you know, give it a more premium price. And and this tends to always happen with me. I <laughs> first feel like, oh, I'm just going to, like, you know, change a few things and, like, no big deal. And then I start getting into the weeds and I realize, oh, no, like, there's, like, literally all of the course content. I kind of I, – I, like, doubled probably – what was in that course? Yes. And you had to redo a lot of the videos because Facebook had changed so much from yes. what it was before too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, oh, you guys, that's, it's, that's <laughs> the one thing that bumps me out about any courses that are on social media. It's like, oh, did you really have to update that so that now, you know, Power Editor looks different for people and understandably for like new students who get in, they're freaking out if their screen, <laughs> you know, doesn't look like what's on the video because they like, they want to make sure they're doing things right and they want to make sure they're in the right place. And so, yeah, so a ton of videos had to be revamped as well as a ton of new content and so of course I was like 
creating all of that like, <laughs> during and after the launch. Yes, you were. Um, also having, you know, 200 new students who needed a lot of help and support as well. So let's see. So we la- we opened the doors October 14th, closed them November 2nd. So that was a stressful three weeks of like marketing, but I was also course creating there. And then it was a stressful like November and December because – I was still creating course videos and then passing them to Ellen to edit and then transcripts and worksheets. So, yeah. And the planner. And the planner, but and weekly office hours. You were also doing weekly office yes, hours. Yes, that's true. So, yeah. And, and, and I have to say, too, I'm really excited to have the weekly office hours again because I do think that new Facebook ad students need so much support and handholding and encouragement and all of that good stuff. So, yeah, so we will have like a couple months of weekly office hours again, but... Oh, thankfully, <laughs> this time it will not also be like creating hours and hours and hours of content from scratch as well. But I do think that as much as it was stressful, I mean, we felt bad for you. I mean, we would talk and be like, oh my gosh, Beth Ann has to, you know, get this recorded this week. And we always just felt bad for you because it was a lot of work for you. But on the other side, we kind of set it up as a drip course, just meaning that we only released a module or two at a time. And I felt like, I, I mean, I think we could do that anyways, even with everything completed. But that was so good because even with that, sometimes students are likely to skip some of the techier or the harder modules or just get kind of bogged down. And if they had moved on too soon, it just wouldn't work. You know, they had to do the class in that order. So... As hard as it was and as stressful as it was, I think having it set up and structured that way was really good. Yeah, I have to say, I was a little, that was one thing that made me nervous. Like, I was a little nervous about, you know, creating the course while we were launching it because I thought like, oh, no, what if people are mad? Like, they bought, you know, like a half-finished product or something. But but you're, you're right. Like, what that was kind of my, like, hidden worry. I'm like, oh, no, this ah, like, what will people think? But it did work out. Like, he's, that's, that was exactly what I was going to say to this is it worked out well, because people got the course, you know, as they needed it. And it kind of forced people to pace themselves and go through it. And I think in the end, that really was helpful. And for me, like, it, it just gave me confidence, like learning, you know, I think we all learn so much that the end, like watching you launch your course. And it just gave, it gave me the confidence of like, if you are the course creator, that means you get to tell people, how it's going to go. And as long which you were always up front, you know, people knew like, hey, we're going to release these modules out slowly. And as long as you're saying that, like you, you can do whatever you want, you know, <laughs> like it's your course, you call the shots, you can test anything. Um, and so it ended up being really freeing just to, to see like, oh, wow, you really can like sell something while you're, you know, putting some finishing touches on it. If you're just up front, like, you know, which which we always were, and we told people when the next module is coming out and people are usually excited. So it's just kind of cool. Like it's maybe it was a little unconventional, but I thought it was really encouraging and freeing in the end just to see like if, the, if you run your business, you can run it just how it works and how it works for you. And in retrospect, I don't think there was any other way we could have done the course. Like, if, you know, we needed to launch it then at that time for the business to get the revenue and all of that stuff. Like that was the plan you know, and there, there wasn't any other time, like you're, we're all busy moms. Like you're a busy mom, you know, you could have just set out like a set apart a month to 
quietly like go to a cabin in the woods or something and like <laughs> record your course. So, so true. yeah, does that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if I ever even said that to you guys, but initially that was kind of like a, I was panicking like, oh no, I, like what's going to happen with this? But it, it was just kind of neat to watch people like be totally cool with it and like to work on it in our business. And I, I think you made a really good point too. Like it did, like it kept the excitement up like in the group when we would release a module sure. or transcripts or a bonus, like people were like, Hey, when is it coming? Like, like it, I felt like it kept the excitement as opposed to maybe of launching it all at once. Yep. You know, some people would be jumping around and yeah, it just kept that momentum going for the students to keep excited with the, the content of the course. Yeah. And the ones who started like right at the beginning, they were all kind of at the same pace. I mean, people could take the course at whatever pace they wanted, but there was kind of this core group that was completing the modules, you know, the week we're releasing them or whatever. And then so those people were all at the same place. And so office hours often had really, you know, they were in the same spot and they had the same questions. And then they were super helpful. Like somebody could be like, oh, I figured that out. You know, this is what I did to make that work. And so that was so neat that they could help each other. Yeah, that's a great point. And you guys, I have to say, I am still debating how we should release the course for this next year. Because part of me, it's like on the one hand, it's for those few overachievers who want to like jump in it's like it is nice to have everything all at once but then part of me does get really concerned because with Facebook ads if you try to jump around too much and you don't understand the foundation or you start you skip ahead to some of like oh let's do a video ad campaign but yet you didn't look at how to like write good ad copy and you just skip that like section then it's not going to work. And so I don't know. I definitely think we're going to have to mull that over a little bit. Like how can I give these students like the best experience, help them like grasp the most they possibly can when it comes to Facebook ads? I don't know. I think maybe part of me is thinking though, we could release it all at once, but then have different roadmaps. Oh, That's something yeah. I was thinking about for like, you know, if you're an Etsy shop owner, here are like the lessons that you absolutely like must watch. These are for you. And here's like some kind of example campaigns and roadmaps you oh, could follow. I versus, like yeah, like if you're over here and you're launching an ebook for your blog or a course for your blog or I don't I don't know I mean those would probably be different roadmaps but you know here's a roadmap that would probably work well for you I don't know so well, well and I think like Victoria said you made the comment Victoria that it's not conventional marketing or but it's the new marketing like this is now how things are marketed and sold so rather than creating a prod a product and then you know having everybody like try to find the people that are going to buy that product or, or, you know, advertising it, advertising, whatever. Now the thought process is you create it and then you put some of it out and you test it and then you tweak. And, and that's exactly what we did. We were getting feedback mm -hmm. on those first few modules. And then, you know, Beth Ann was changing stuff in the videos and we were changing stuff in the worksheets and we were adding, I mean, one of the things we found out is they wanted those worksheets, 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 worksheets. <laughs> yeah. so we were, rather than like a worksheet here and there, we were trying to make sure they had something tangible for almost mm -hmm. every mod, you know, for every module, maybe even every lesson. And that was because of that feedback. So I think it's a, it's a service to our students to, 
be in the creation process at the time that they're already in the course because then they get to give us like it's like instant feedback yeah exactly yeah and i think for sure you know as we take a look at the course and get ready for the doors to open again yeah i mean i'm excited for some new worksheets and some new workflows and and checklists that's one of the things that a lot of students were asking about they're like okay bethann like the training is like great i understand how to go create my email freebie and then go set up my campaign to get new email subscribers but there are so many working parts there are so many details can i have a checklist (laughs) so i make sure you know i don't miss any steps and i yeah know exactly what to do so yeah definitely more worksheets more checklists i think more yeah just every possible type of extra support and giving the content in a different way is is awesome because it it, i mean there's just so much (laughs) to facebook ads and it hits everybody's learning style that way i mean we had one person wrote in and just said that they don't even they they watch the video but the transcript was their notes because they don't like to take notes and so you know they wanted to mm-hmm. watch the video and then have the transcript as their notes so they didn't have to write anything down that was their learning style you know some people's learning style is really just going to be the video they're never going to open a transcript and then some people aren't going to open the video they're just going to read the transcript you know i mean it just depending on their learning style so I, the more we can give people the more different types of learning styles we can hit and i think that's great yeah. Ooh, and Ellen, mm-hmm. I loved uh, what you said with having a condensed where do I find that yeah. <laughs> type of guide for the course. Yeah, I felt like especially in the group, especially as the modules all started coming out, you know, people would watch the videos, but it would have been weeks before and they didn't remember. So there'd be a lot of questions about, hey, where where is this or how do I do this? I think having like some sort of condensed guide just saying, hey, if you're wondering how to do this, you know, this this module talks about this, just with some bullet points, just to help help serve the students so that, you know, especially as the course is, I mean, I think it's like 13 modules right now with so many videos, for people to be able to quickly reference and go back and be like, okay, I remember Bethann talked about it, but I have no idea where, so I can reference this and then hop back to that video and see, okay, you know, that's exactly how I put together a lead ad. Or, you know, why does Bethann want me to do unpublished page posts? Oh, yeah, there's there's the lesson on that. So I can go find out why she wants us to do that. Yeah, exactly. And again, I think it's, you know, because with Facebook ads, it's just there's so much to it. And there's so much content. Like, it just sometimes it cracks me up when people talk about like, oh, with your course, like, make sure you just like give them the fastest way from A to Z. But the, <laughs> the problem with like Facebook ads is like, Yes, you want to get them from A to Z quickly if you can, but there's like 20 different ways to go from A to Z and I feel like I'm doing my students a disservice if I don't kind of present all the options to them because I mean one of the Mm. things we all know with Facebook ads is like you do not know until you try because even something that worked for me in my business if somebody else tries to go do that same campaign for their business and their audiences that they're targeting they may get totally different results and so you have to present different options which 
inevitably means there's so much content in the course. And so, yeah, I agree, Ellen. We've got to have <laughs> some sort of a, a quick guide where it's super easy for people to find the training and content for just what they're looking for. Our joke we came up with was there's a module for that, like all the questions you have, you know. Yeah. But it is beastly to find. Ooh, and speaking of that, okay, one thing that I do think is was really helpful is, okay, so because I record all the video lessons and then Ellen creates the slides for me after the fact and edits after the fact and then, you know, you guys were in there doing transcripts for a while but then Carly looking at everything to do worksheets and extras and things like that and so you all had a very intimate knowledge of what was inside each lesson and that became insanely helpful because like you said we'd have so many questions in the Facebook group where it's like hey listen we don't need to write out a five paragraph answer to this question we can literally just point that person and say hey that is all totally covered in you know module two lesson three go ahead and head there and you're gonna find exactly what you're looking for and Oh, that took so much off my plate just to have you guys able to, you know, be, what would it be? You were like the, the course concierge, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Well, and, and now, I mean, Ellen's done a lot now since FB Brilliance with Facebook ads and I've mm-hmm. dabbled in Facebook ads a little bit. And the more we watch the course and then try it ourselves, I feel like the more we can answer too. Yeah. And that's been really fun. I was going to say that. Yeah. Like I feel like even just dabbling a bit in Facebook ads and getting to help you, Beth Ann, and running my own. Yeah. It is so much easier to answer questions because it's like, okay, I, it's not like I've just watched your videos because I'm editing them. It's like, okay, I've done that. So, you know, I know this works or yeah, it's like knowing those tips and tricks like firsthand, like Carly said, it makes it so much easier to answer questions and be able to to provide like value to the group as opposed to being like, well, Bethann talks about it in this video, but um, I might have to have Bethann answer that because I have no idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, you're able to bring so much personal experience to the table now, which yeah, is incredibly helpful. And I'm super excited too. like, and I don't know if Ellen, if you're feeling nervous about this, but like while I'm on maternity leave, <laughs> although then you'll be on maternity leave for a bit too, but like we're definitely working behind the scenes right now on like some ads funnels that'll be running kind of all the time to bring in some uh, more product sales and things like that. And so I'm definitely going to be handing off some of that stuff to Ellen and giving her kind of, you know, here are the benchmarks for when we should scale up an audience or turn things off or, you know, here's what we're looking for. And so, yeah, I'm just excited for you to keep digging into Facebook ads and learning as much as you can. So, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for that too. And Carly made another great point when we were talking through what we wanted to talk about today in that like not only have we gained more experience with Facebook ads, but now we have this amazing group of women that, you know, a lot of them are answering questions so like really well now because they've, they have been experimenting with their own ads and they're having successes. And so when someone who comes along that isn't quite as experienced, they can answer and say, Hey, this is what worked for me. Or, Hey, I learned this trick. Like seeing that we have like a whole group of women like that now is just so cool. Yeah, I agree. It's really fun to see people progress through the course and then 
like you said, run their own successful campaigns. And so they've got that experience to share. And I know, I think you brought this up, Carly, when we chatted ahead of time, just the way we'll frame the Facebook group, I think, for this next launch is definitely going to be different. And I think this goes back to like, Victoria, what you were saying about acknowledging when something is not a strength. Yes. Um, I will be 100% honest in saying that I anything that I feel like I have to do every day immediately becomes something that I dread doing, that I dislike, that I just, it, and then I put it off and then I don't want to do it. And so I think when we launched FB Brilliance this past year, yes, I mean, people knew they were getting weekly office hours with me, but I think I over-promised about my presence in the Facebook group because I'm just going to be 100% honest. I do not love Facebook groups. I think, <laughs> I think, and it's so funny to say that. I have. It's like, what? Like, they <laughs> are, maybe this is too honest, but I'm just, I'm, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Facebook groups can be insanely helpful. Like, and I love, like, and Carly and Ellen, for example, like you guys are in FB Brilliance and you're answering questions and giving feedback I do not love answering questions and giving feedback in that way. I would much rather hop on an office hours call once a week, have all the questions right there ready for me to answer. Like I'm just an all or nothing person. So I would rather take two hours on a Friday and answer everybody's questions. And also it's really neat there too because the people that are there live, they can ask me follow-up questions or you know, clarifying questions. And so to me, I feel like I get to give the best possible level of support in that way. But I don't love being in the Facebook group every day. And I kind of got to a point where I was just like, yeah, I'm just not going to be in the <laughs> Facebook group every day. But my team is... Yeah. And, so, and we love it. Honestly, yeah. like we I love being in the Facebook group. It's one of my favorite things. Well, that's awesome. I, <laughs> I love it too much. So, but yeah, I think like again for for next year, I just I mean, I think that's something I feel a lot of guilt around my maybe my my more random what do you want to say? When I grace people with my presence in the group, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's probably not as often as they would like. I mean, I think if I asked all my students, hey, would you like me to be in the group every day answering your questions? They would say yes, but I have to do what's going to work for me, which is the weekly office hours. And then. But here's the thing, too, though, Bethann, like if anyone hasn't ever been in one of your courses, so they haven't been to office hours, office hours are amazing. Like you get to pick Bethann's brain. You get to get feedback on your ad or your images or your copy or whatever. I mean, you give them so much value in those couple of hours in office hours that I'm with you. Like, I actually think that's probably more valuable feedback. It's just not instant feedback. You know, they got to wait until Friday. Yeah. And like your, your time, you, we mentioned this in kind of the numbers episode, but like your time is very valuable and your expertise, like you spent a lot of your time learning all this information and you charge, like you have a premium course. So I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, I think it goes hand in hand. Like not that, and I know, I know you, like, I'm not saying you think of yourself as like a wizard of Oz, like behind the curtain, you can't get to me. Like, it's not that at all, but it is like, time is valuable and you have a family and a life and this is your job and the, the hours that you put into the job, your business are limited. And so that means that they're high value. 
And so you charge this course really fairly, you know, for all that work that goes into it. And I think it's, I think it's super fair that you make yourself really, you know, available in office hours. But yeah, Facebook groups, it's kind of cool how they do naturally. Like we, the team is in there a lot too, but the other ladies will answer themselves. I just, I'm just giving you encouragement, Bethany. I would not feel guilty at all about not being in the Facebook group because, because it preserves that value of the course that like our business is trying to sell because of course it, it is valuable. Like, you, you know, you've worked really hard to get all that information presented and put together. And you do have us in there. I mean, right. Yeah. Like it's exactly. You give your students access to your team even if it's not always access to you. Yeah, there's boots on the ground. And and I think we, we're really good about getting people to you quickly. If it's like, oh, hey, Bethany, and this person like really needs you for some yeah. reason. You know, like people aren't without a, right. a guide. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm so thankful to have you all there to be, yeah. So, yeah, it's so true. Like we're able to give everyone a great experience because it's not just me I mean I just still I think about this all the time like how cruddy my business would be if it was just me having to do everything I mean it would be a mess so yeah I love that you guys can be in there and giving that support and yeah and again I get to focus on my strength which would be let me show up on Friday mornings and give you that live feedback and then you guys just do an awesome job of handling the day-to-day types of questions and things. Carly, do you want to dig into kind of what you noticed versus like offering people limited time bonuses versus like doing a discount on a product? Okay, so yeah, let's dig into the differences, like what I learned from my it being my first launch about a bonus versus a discount. So one of the things I noticed, and it's something I learned about Bethann and from Bethann, is just what it looks like to give incredible, incredible value in a bonus. And so you guys will have to help me out. I can't even remember all the bonuses. Like I know we gave Brilliant Pin Promotion, the whole course. What else did we give? Brilliant Business Planner Printable. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. The Printable Brilliant Business Planner. And then the Craft Your Brilliant Webinar course, which again, oh, was yeah. like one of those, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm promising you this. I'm not going to give it to you until January, but it's going to be great. <laughs> so, which, and I mean, to be honest, I've seen other course creators do that same thing. And sometimes they will intentionally not release their bonuses until after the refund period because it gives people a reason to stick around. It's even more awesome value. And so, yeah, so that worked out fine to give them the webinar course a few months later. And then, oh, and the case studies. So like, oh, and the case studies. Yeah. And so what I noticed was that when you, when you give a discount, then people are always asking for a discount. It kind of sets up the standard of, you know, every my my products can all be discounted. I can give discounts. And that's fine. And we do discounts. I mean, that's, we do them. So it's great. And I'm fine with discounts. But I feel like a bonus sets it up to be more like, okay, you buy this, but you also get this and this and this and this. And it's really valuable content. And so I think just talking to anybody who is thinking about creating a course or a product and doing a big launch, always think about the bonus you can give, especially if it's digital, you know, even if you're creating a product, if you can give a digital bonus that doesn't cost you money in shipping or whatever, as opposed to giving a discount, I just feel like you you keep the level and the integrity of your product a little higher. 
And then you also just give your customers or your students so much more value. I just loved that. That was one of my favorite parts of that of Be Brilliant. Yeah. And I mean, we saw firsthand because we closed the door on some of those bonuses a few days before the cart closed. And that was our biggest day of sales. People did not yep. want to miss out on those bonuses. Yeah. And I mean, I got emails at one o'clock in the morning and two o'clock in the morning, like, oh my gosh, I just missed it. You know, and they were, it was pretty funny. And were we pretty firm with that, right? Like the 2 a.m. people, like they didn't get a bonus. Is that correct? I'm like, like the 1 a.m. people got a bonus, but the 2 a.m. people did it or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were pretty strict. I mean, if it was- you're the general, just, I'm just saying. I am like, the I general. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so thankful that falls on you Carly because it's so like I'm so tempted to just be like sure it's okay like yeah you can have it but it honestly it is like it's kind of an integrity thing like if you just let everybody then like my word isn't my word if I just right yep and that's what we really really talked through so here's another crazy one that happened was you know, right as we talked about, right as it was closing, we were headed to Nashville for the business boutique and everybody was telling us and, and I caught on to it too. It's like, we should maybe do this. And Beth Ann and I were emailing back and forth, like, should we do this? Was to sell the course at the business boutique, knowing we could have made a lot of sales. But Beth Ann just said, you know what? Here's the thing. I put a closing date on it. I said, I'm not reopening it until next fall. We have to stick to our word. And, and, we all went, oh, of course we do. I mean, we just hadn't considered necessarily that aspect of it. But yeah, and same thing with the bonuses. When you say there's an end time or an end date, of course you can give a little bit of grace. But to just kind of keep giving that to people afterwards, it it cheapens what you said to those people who got their order in on time. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think and my thing with like selling FB Brilliance at the business boutique conference, I just felt like I was like, this feels really insulting to my core audience because my core people, you know, they knew for like three weeks or whatever, here is the thing and it the doors close on this date and that's it. And then all of a sudden I'm going to this new group of people at the conference being like, oh, but you guys are special. And like, and I'm just like, no, that doesn't feel right. Like my core people should be getting the very best from me. I right. guess I feel like so. Yeah. So I feel great about that. No, <laughs> just, me too. For sure. I was hoping you were going to talk about that because I remember that was like a big moment we had. And I love that we stuck, stuck with our new was right for us. Yeah. And I was definitely stubborn about it. No, you should have been. It was, but once the issue, once the issue was integrity over sales, we all were like, yeah, of course we need to. I think it was getting to that point and realizing that's what was at stake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And speaking of the bonuses, so I wanted to bring this up, a different product, but this is another case where the bonuses worked really well, which was for the Brilliant Life Planner because we, so, you know, everybody who purchased the planner got the digital business planner. They got a PDF of my, my and my sister's book, Time Management Mama, and then they got access to planner school. So it was like a private Facebook group with video lessons. And we did have people reach out to us. I mean, I don't know if it was on a daily basis, but at least quite a few times a week to say like, I love your planner, but it's pretty pricey. Like, 
do you have any coupon codes? Are you doing any discounts? And we were able to pretty much just say like, no, like this is what it is. I mean, we did do, there's like a $5 off coupon for affiliates to be able to share when they talked about the planner with their friends. But really it was like, nope, they're like $5 off, sure. But like, that's it. That's all we can do because you know what? We had the confidence to know that over a thousand women had already said, this is worth it and I'm willing to pay the full price and you know as it turns out we sold out of the planner and still had people begging us like how can i get this planner please i want to buy this and so i again i'm really glad that we stuck to our guns and we weren't just giving out all these discounts willy-nilly we were like nope this product is great and here's everything that you get with it and yeah yeah i totally agree Okay, so the other thing we wanted to cover is I know there are a lot of you listening that don't have a team or you may not even have one VA who's helping you out on occasion. And so maybe you're thinking about launching a course, but we've almost talked you out of it <laughs> because you're like, oh no, how am I, I going to handle this? How am I going to do all of this and support my students if I don't have a team? So I did want to talk through a little bit of the ways that – my first course was launched, which was Brilliant Pin Promotion, when it was just myself and kind of Ellen helping out, and, and some ways that you can still make a course work for your business, even if you don't have a team. So I guess, first of all, when I launched Brilliant Pin Promotion, the one thing I did in that case was we had the course all ready to go before we ever opened the doors. Isn't that right, Ellen? Yeah, it was all set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would say if you don't have a team, you do need to just hunker down and make sure you do all the course content before you ever start focusing on marketing and launching that product because you're just not going to have the support and the time and it's going to be way too stressful. So that's first of all. Secondly, I mean, and this was just my choice because – I don't want to say I'm lazy, but I'm lazy in some ways. <laughs> so Ellen has always created slides for my course videos after the fact. But most people that I know who create courses, they'll they'll create their outline, which I create a very detailed outline as well. But from that, they'll create their own slides for their course. So if you're creating your own slides for your course and then you record your screencast video, then it's pretty polished, right? I mean, you may just have a few little areas where you had a flub up and you've got to skip to that and cut a little section out, but there's not that much work for an editor to do if your slides are already on there as you're recording the video. Now for me, I personally just hate really tedious tasks and creating slides is pretty tedious. And so I save myself time. I just like literally Ellen will get videos from me where it's me staring at a Google doc of my detailed outline, saying what I want to say, reading what I want to read. And then of course I'll, you know, go to Pinterest, for example, and demonstrate some things over there. But all that to say, Ellen had to spend more hours on video editing because of the way that I chose to create my videos. The other thing with Brilliant Pin Promotion is I did have a private Facebook group. Looking back, I think I would choose not to do that 
if it was me with a very small team because again I did really feel like my students expected a certain level of involvement from me there that I felt like I really wasn't able to give so that's another thing where you know yes there are a lot of courses out there that have private Facebook groups attached to them but I think that you can absolutely launch a fabulous course be confident that it has great material, that it's going to help your students, and you do not have to offer them a private Facebook group. Like, there is no one out there with a rule book that says, hey, you're not allowed to launch a course without a private Facebook group. So that's definitely something I would think about. I would think long and hard about whether you want to add a Facebook group to your course if it's just you. Yeah, I think Carly's point about transcripts and worksheets, because I remember when we were launching it, I was like, I would love to like create a workbook to go with this, but there wasn't time, like hours were limited because you were still on a pretty tight budget for what you could afford to hire me for. And, and the course went great, like even without that. I mean, obviously, it's so much better to have it now. But obviously, looking back, if you're doing your first course, that might be one of the things that you want to cut and not worry about. Exactly. I totally agree. I mean, I think, again, you can create a very solid course where it's just videos of you teaching lessons, demonstrating things, some slides with your bullet points. And again, you can add in that extra stuff later. You can add in worksheets and transcripts later as you have that extra support. Yeah. One thing I think is that if you are trying to launch a course and there's just, and you don't have a team and there's just something you're really not good at. I mean, kind of like what Victoria and I were talking about with transcripts, all the stuff, or if we didn't have Ellen, Bethann would have had to hire someone to do just video editing, not necessarily someone on her team or a VA, but off of, you know, Fiverr or Upwork or something, someone to do some video editing if she didn't know how to do that. So if you're creating a course, I think this is a good place to maybe really hone in on the thing you're really not good at or you don't know how to do. And that might be a good place just to hire someone for a few hours to get a really high quality job done. So, I mean, the, the girl Carrie that we know hired to do our raw transcribing she is so much faster than Victoria <laughs> I could ever be. Like yeah. she and and she has a quick turnaround time and I could just be like, Hey, here's, you know, hours and hours worth of video and she's like, Great, I can have it to you in four days and I'm always just wow, that's amazing. So sometimes it's actually a good use of your time and money to hire someone to do the job you're really not good at or you really hate in order just to kind of get that done. Yeah, and to maybe to add on to what you said. Carly, like I, I definitely agree with that. Another thing that I've just been suggesting to a lot of just friends who are asking me business questions lately is to try to find a partner to do something, you know, for you. If money is super tight and you truly don't, you know, maybe you don't have any extra funds. I agree. If you have the funds, use it on someone, you know, find your weakness and then use those funds to do like a high quality job. So that would be a great, you know, use of a limited resource. If you really don't think you have any extra, find a partner or someone to barter something like the Brilliant Business Moms Facebook group. There are tons of ladies there who have businesses and are starting out. And a lot of times people who are brand new, they may do some work for you for free or incredibly low cost in exchange for using you as a testimonial or as a portfolio on their site. Or, you know, maybe you could even suggest like, hey, would you be okay to do this work for me? And I will pay you once, you know, agree, like give your, your launch date perhaps, and then say, can I pay you? Once I've got some sales coming in, you know, I think that's a, 
I think that's totally valid and legitimate. And as long as you're being upfront and honest with your terms in any business transaction, you're the business owner and you get to do whatever works for you. But I definitely have seen, yeah, I would love, I would love to see more of that just in general, like women working together, like, Hey, I have a course idea. I really need help, like making graphics for it. Maybe a new graphic designer would make the graphics for you in exchange for like shout outs or links to her work, that kind of thing. You know, I think that's really, you know, all the just, just women helping other women. And I think the more we don't have that scarcity mindset of like, Oh, I can't share this project. It's not enough to go around. That's really, that's not true at all. The marketplace isn't scarce. You know, it's really booming. And the more we have that mentality and mindset to help each other, I think that's, you know, that's really successful. And so that could be a great option if you really don't think you have any extra cash to to barter or do something creative like that. Yeah, I I totally agree with that, Victoria. There are always ways that you can, you can barter and trade services or, you know, different things like that. So yeah, just get creative. Like I definitely, I don't want anyone listening to this to feel like, oh my goodness, I don't have everything in place that Bethann has. And so I can't do this. Like that's the last thing that I want people to walk away from this episode thinking. I want you to feel like you can go for it and you can do this and you can improve your products over time. You can improve your customer service. You can improve the content. You can improve the way you market and all of that. So, I mean, because hopefully that's been a trend you've seen as well is that, you know, this FB Brilliance launch, it was huge. I mean, we've never done anything that big before. So it was an improvement over things that Brilliant Business Moms has done in the past, but yet we can still sit here and think of all these different ways where when we open the doors again in September, it's going to be that much better. So there's always going to be room for improvement. So welcome that and don't let that, you know, don't let that stop you from getting your very first iteration of your product out the door. Yeah, yeah. One thing I'm really excited about this time is that we're planning a lot of the prep for the launch to be together in person for that. And I'm I'm just really excited for that. I feel like we work, obviously we work well together as a team remotely, but when we're together, it's just so much easier to bounce ideas off of each other, to get feedback right away. If we're wondering about something, you know, the person sitting next to us instead of us having to message or send an email, and I think that's just going to make like such a strong launch going into it that we're going to have that, you know, that whole week ahead of time together to hang out and kind of get a lot of the details taken care of and ready to go. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be awesome. I love it when we all get to be together in person. And yeah, just, I mean, you all are so smart and so creative. And so I love getting to sit down with you and hearing all of your ideas and your thoughts. And yeah, I I think it's going to be great. And we're giving ourselves so much more time as well to make this launch really fabulous I mean because last year essentially it was like we did the planner kickstarter from mid-august to or no end of august to end of september and then like two weeks later ta-da here's the facebook course and here we go and so now we're essentially like we have you know hopefully we'll meet towards the end of july and then the whole month of august is just like here's fabulous facebook content Here's like, we want to get you guys thinking about this and ready for this. And then the doors won't open until I think a week or two into September. So we just have, yeah, so much space 
to like let this all sit and percolate and <laughs> build and I think and and for me like as a as a marketer that gets me really excited because I feel like I'm gonna have so much time to plan out different ways to market the course so yeah I'm I'm super excited for that looking back like I'm amazed that this launch was as big as it was like on the like we turned it on a dime you know like we we really did and it's just kind of like I can't believe this was a hundred you know k course launch like in you know a month like in truly like both the launch and the work like so much of it you and I think you and Ellen and Carly were kind of on the front lines but creating and marketing but it's like that was amazing like what will it be like when we have more time right right we're gonna have a much better plan this time around and more time more space yeah so that that is gonna be uh really exciting to see and I mean I have to say too you know one thing I've found in the business is the most effective way that I'm able to bring in sales is really through webinars. And so for this past launch, we had four different webinars. One was an affiliate webinar. But if I don't have enough time in my day to effectively create and scale my Facebook ad campaigns, then we end up obviously with less webinar signups. So we had like about 10,000, I want to say. It's hard to, you can't really go back and look at the numbers now because some of those people have unsubscribed. <laughs> but I think, or I think it was at least like 9,000 total like webinar signups. And then I'm able to see, okay, that was our webinar signups and here were our sales numbers. But I'm so excited to like, to have that time to dig into my Facebook ads campaigns and not also be trying to do five other things. And so I think we're going to have webinar signups that are off the charts. And yeah, I think, I think this launch is going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. So yeah, I guess that, that kind of wraps this episode. Hopefully, hopefully all of you listening uh, learned a lot and you kind of got a peek behind the scenes of some things that worked well, some things that we would change. And it's getting you thinking about your own products that you might be creating or you might be ready to launch. But I would love to hear from you all as well. So like certainly comment on the show notes with your questions or, you know, send us an email, brilliantbusinessmoms at gmail.com because we want to hear from you and make sure we covered all of that good stuff that's going to help you all to, to create and launch some brilliant products. So before we go for today, it is time to announce our podcast relaunch giveaway winners. So we've been talking a lot about the podcast relaunch giveaway and how there were four fabulous prizes up for grabs. And all you had to do to enter the giveaway was to leave a rating and review on the Brilliant Business Moms podcast in iTunes. So the giveaway closed last week and we have our four winners. So here's the way it will work. We have winner number one and winner number one will get her choice between the four prizes. So I will say who, what order of winner you are. And when you email me in, we'll let you choose your prize in essentially the order that you won. So 
Hopefully that makes sense. But anyways, winner number one will get her choice between FB Brilliance, Brilliant Pin Promotion, a beautiful Lily Jade bag, or a Brilliant Life Planner. And then on down the line, winner number two, number three, number four, depending on which of those prizes are left and are still up for grabs. Okay, so drum roll please. Winner number one is Emily Counts. Okay, so Emily Counts left this review for us on February 7th. She says, Bethann is a fabulous teacher and a breath of fresh air. Her podcast is packed with practical, down-to-earth advice for online business owners. I look forward to this one every week. So Emily, go ahead and send us an email and say, I am Emily Counts. I am your first winner. So winner number two is BYC Baby. So it's BYC B-A-B-I. That's her iTunes handle. BYC B-A-B-I. And she left this review on February 27th. It says, I love this podcast, real and practical advice. And then her review says, awesome show. She's so inspirational and speaks about useful and helpful topics. So if you are BYC B-A-B-I, then send us an email, brilliantbusinessmoms at gmail.com, and we'll hook you up with your second place prize. Winner number three is Emily Benz. Benz is B-E-N-D-S. So Emily Benz left this review on February 7th. She said, so glad you are back. I love this podcast. Great advice for entrepreneurial moms. I love how open and sweet Bethann is. It's like getting business advice and inspiration from your best friend that actually knows about business. <laughs> Too cute. Definitely subscribe. You guys, I'm always like feeling a little embarrassed when I read your sweet reviews because you're just so kind and encouraging and supportive. So Emily Benz, you are our third winner. Again, just send us an email, brilliantbusinessmoms at gmail.com and let us know that it's you and you're here to claim your prize and last but not least winner number four is Lindsay 900 so l-i-n-z-i 900 Lindsay 900 left this review on february 7th she said love this show smiley face i love bbm glad it's back so Lindsay 900 you are winner number four again send us an email brilliantbusinessmoms at gmail.com and we'll hook you up with that fourth place prize so Thank you everyone for subscribing and leaving a rating and review. Your reviews are so encouraging. They're so sweet. They help more brilliant business moms just like you find the podcast and tune in each week. I wish you could all win a prize. That would be amazing, but I'm not a millionaire yet, so <laughs> I can't quite do that. But anyways, thank you so much for entering. Those are our four winners of the podcast giveaway, and you guys just need to email us brilliantbusinessmoms at gmail.com and we'll get you all hooked up with your prize. So thanks again, everyone. And I hope you have an awesome day. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.